Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. To Ben the Nia Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Jimmy of House Nuts. And today we got a Raven to go over. Yeah, exactly. And uh, first of all, let me apologize. This was sent back to us in uh, July, okay? Uh, talking about the Jon Snow series. And then fortunately reached out to me on Instagram and uh, then sent it. Then said, I said, hey, shoot it back to us. So if you guys do ever get a Raven that you send us through the email, and we don't answer it. Sometimes it just gets buried because literally so, so many emails, especially during House of the Dragon, just fly through Thousands. there. So, yeah, seriously, feel free to send it again. And uh, but the best way, honestly, is to reach out to myself on Instagram or Twitter at Super Gains Bros and just say, hey, I sent you a raven. Look out for it. And I'll, I'll totally read it. So this one comes to us through um, from Duncan. So he says, uh, Dear Sir Matt and Sir Jimmy, I am Sir Duncan the Not-So-Tall. I stand at a measly 6'4", which is nothing compared to my namesake. I would have fancied myself quite uh, the himbo like Dunk the Lunk back in the day, but a rugby career that has caused my face more damage than most of Sir Duncan's joust dealt him has left my face looking rather haggard. I'm writing this Raven to discuss the Jon Snow show and some thoughts that came to me around where the show could go. And I think it's very exciting. I imagine the first season being largely set up north, introducing us to Jon's new life. Val is maybe leading a new clan of wildlings. But what if uh, in tandem with this, we see not so young as he has to be slightly older than John Griff traveling around Essos gathering forces. We slowly learn that he has been that he believes himself to be the elder Aegon, you know, son of Rhaegar and Illyria and uh, Illyria Sand or Illyria Martell over the series and that he plans to challenge uh, Bran for the throne. This could build over however many seasons the show runs for and other potential spinoffs and culminate in John coming back south. Two scenes popped in my head based around this potential. The first scene is shortly after John's arrival at the palace in King's Landing. He sits with Sir Davos, who asks, you know, I'm bloody pleased to see you, but what in God's name are you doing down here? John smiles and replies, I don't know. The men of my family don't do so well down here. 
A voice from off screen clearly having just entered the room replies, that's not strictly true, though, is it? It's Tyrion Lannister. And the first time we see him in the new story, referring to Jon's true family being the Targaryen dynasty. This just leads to the main event or the big payoff moment. Jon meets, you know, false Aegon at the gates. Uh, Fagon, I asked for an audience with the king. Who are you to meet me? Jon you were Rhaegar Targaryen. You wear Rhaegar Targaryen's ar armor. You wield his family sword. You sail to Westeros and you threaten the crown. Who am I? This is my father's armor. That is my family sword. Or that is my father's armor. That is my family sword. This is my brother's crown. You threaten. And I am Aegon Targaryen's trueborn heir to the Iron Throne. So, what do you guys think? I'm excited. I'm excited for House of the Dragon because this was sent before. But if they, uh, but if they get this right, you know, it could be so great. So I'd also done a few TikToks about the idea of Fagon or Aegon, you know, whatever he is, young Griff, uh, whether he's a Blackfire, whatever, the idea of a young Griff character, maybe it's skewed differently in the show, being a potential villain or he's the big bad of the Jon Snow show and it being a sort of way to take some of the storylines that George wanted to do when he said, Hey, I want this to be 10 seasons and they didn't go that route. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, characters that were left out that, that could be used. Obviously Fagon, Val, um, all these things. I mean, could they even throw in a lady Stoneheart somehow? I don't know. They could probably figure it out. Um, I like, I like this Raven. I like, I like what we got here. It sounds like it'd be good drama and uh, pretty epic. I personally believe that the snow show is going to be a lot more intimate, probably a miniseries, And I think it'll probably be a lot more about the fallout of what John has experienced in his life. And maybe, maybe he's found a new love. Maybe he has some, you know, he has some descendants now and maybe they're building a new kind of kingdom beyond the wall. Uh, I, so I, I tend to think it's going to be a lot more about the personal triumphs in John's last days, rather than thinking that it's going to connect back and be this big epic thing, but they could, they could definitely do that. And something like what we just heard in this Raven is feasible for sure. Um, I think it might be a little bit hard to get a lot of the old cast back as well, but you could probably do it in a way where you don't have to have them all back, right? You could probably do it in short segmented scenes, make up reasons why the people aren't there mentions of them without them being on screen. So, um, I like this. I like this idea. It sounds awesome. Uh, I know a lot of people are very apprehensive to the snow show and what could be considered a season nine of Game of Thrones. Um, I don't necessarily think anything could fix season eight, but maybe there's a chance that we get a little bit of a dessert that washes that main course taste out of our mouth. Who knows? Yeah, I would say in all honesty, I would say that everything's on the table sure. and yeah. in all honesty, the best so I think that there's probably two ways this thing was going to the, there's two paths to sort of view this. There was what snow was be, was considered when Kit Harrington began working on it, writing it, which if you go and look at the timeline, remember Kit Harrington sort of like went to rehab and then like COVID hit. And if you look at his like Wikipedia page and all this stuff, he wasn't really doing a whole lot. Um, so he's writing it also at a time in which he's like, a, you know, two years removed from Game of Thrones. So he's saying, hey, I have a sequel sort of story progress. And at this point, you remember, you're only like two, you're like a year to two. Really, I mean, Game of Thrones season nine was 2019. So he would have had to have been working on it. Because, you know, you look at when George said, hey, here's 
Because if you go back, he said George said there's all these things, and then he's confirmed that one of those was snow. Well, the, if you look at the timeline, that was like 2020 was when he said that. So that means that, you know, like snow, John Snow is writing it, or Kate Harrington's writing the story not too long after the show. So what was he thinking at that point in time? This is what my story could be. It's probably a lot closer to game of thrones than i think we really sort of think because now we're viewing this with like 2022 eyes and mm -hmm. saying okay well no it's probably going to be different and all these other things the other big difference is that warner brothers who owns you know the tv rights for game of thrones has totally changed and they're going to be milking game of thrones like nobody's business and i feel like they're going to say no we want this to connect and potentially be the season nine of game of game of thrones the there's been a couple people to come out and actually talk about this series, which has been really Amelia Clark has talked about it. Um, she's sort of confirmed. She's not confirmed, but sort of alluded to the idea. It's like, no, this is his project. I has nothing to do with me. Doesn't mean even a resurrected Daenerys won't be in it. But certainly if it feels like just from what she sort of said, it was like, hey, eh, nothing to do with me. She was kind of the one that spilled the beans. Yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> about the about the whole deal. Gwendolyn Christie has flat out said, I would be interested in coming back. She also happened to have a picture taken with George Martin, like right as that happened, because she was in the Sandman and they must have mm -hmm. just sort of passed by each other. Something there's a picture of them, and it was right once that uh quote took place. So I would say all the chips are on the table. Because yeah. Warner Brothers just brought back Henry Cavill as Superman. And they've. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Had a long, like, back and forth history with that they flat out said hey we haven't had not a secret of dumbledore movie in a couple years or right whatever they flat out said we haven't had a harry potter movie and it's time to change that so if they're looking at all these like franchises that have been kind of you know hits in the past why would you not take your single most successful thing ever which you're already doing with house of the dragon and be like uh no we're gonna keep tapping into that so who knows them? I would I would strongly sort of guess that there would be like some inside things to say, no, we want this to feel much closer to Game of Thrones than like a standalone thing. Interesting. I mean, I feel like if they wanted to do like a season nine that they would just call it Game of Thrones. 
Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fact that it's centered around Kit and the reason why I think it's going to be way more of a personal show is the fact that like Kit as a human being is very introspective. He said that he fell back in love with acting whenever it, he was locked down during COVID with his wife and him and his wife were doing like improv stuff in the kitchen, like joking around. And he found himself like falling in love with the idea of being an actor again. Cause he definitely had like a stint where he was done with game of Thrones, but not just that, but he said he was kind of done with acting. Yeah. So I just feel like he's a really introspective guy. He seems, um, seems like he's one that's in a, in his own head a lot. So I could see him wanting to um, put a cap on John's arc. And that's why yeah. I kind of felt like it would be a more personal thing. Now, obviously, the studio gets to direct it, right? They get to say what it is and what it isn't. Right. And I'm sure Warner Brothers is like, no, no, we don't want a f yeah. five episode miniseries. Um, for some reason, I feel like that's less. It, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, yeah. Sort of the inside, the insider part of me, which I look at all that stuff, is leading me to believe that. So of all the Warner Brothers restructuring stuff, the one thing that they basically were like, you can do whatever the hell you want was HBO because HBO was like, you guys have it under under you guys do whatever you want because you guys like the one thing keeping the ship afloat. So, I mean, I <clears throat> I have no doubt that if you, um, HBO is like, hey, we want to do it this way, they're going to go in that in that direction. But I just I just feel like. I look at other. I, I really the, the kind of thing to look at would be other stories, um, where you maybe you have that sort of just like a little, not even necessarily a mini series, like the Book of Boba Fett, for example, mm -hmm. was in a way kind of that, right? It was this Boba Fett story, and we're getting the story of like what takes place a few years after Return of the Jedi, like how he survived, and what they wanted to do. But then, like the back half of it is like all Mandalorian episodes yeah um they did kind of the, like kenobi was supposed to kind of be that same thing and really it was like the they were basically by the end they were just like no no no, no. it's all just about darth vader and, and obi-wan fighting um logan kind of comes to mind too um hmm. as as and have you ever seen that jimmy yeah actually yeah. The, one of the few yeah. superhero movies I've it's seen. it's like yeah. it's absolutely like amazing it's, it's yeah i, I really it's, enjoyed it it's it's like in my it's my top it's in my top three best superhero movies, certainly standalone superhero movies ever. I, I that's the kind of vibe I have a feeling for. I don't think that John would die in it, but if it's, I guess my question is if it's not uh, a, if it's not like a potentially like young Griff, I do feel like the whole thing's going to take place in the North. That's yeah. my one kind of hesitancy towards it being young Griff. I think, I think this show could sort of, bring in a young Griff character and set up something else to, to do it. Cause I think that is the easiest besides resurrecting Danny way to go. I, cause I feel like the whole John thing is going to take place in the North. Yeah. I guess I just don't know what you're going to do up there. That's going to have any significance. You could have him trying to bring every single wildling tribe together and like kind of start to civilize the North. I think that that's probably something and you could have a feud with that and people not wanting to listen to him and, and you know, typical Southerner coming up into our land right. and trying to make us bend the knee to him type deal. Um, I also think it's probably going to involve in romance of some kind because it's like core to John's character and every arc he has. Right. Um, 
I would say that those are probably the thing. Like if we're not going to go with like, you know, Fagon or Val or something like that, right. I think that's probably most likely what we would see. Also, there's a, there's a chance that there's a more of a white threat, right? Like more whites right. and more white walkers and all that stuff. And they, they could do something with that. Like the true source of winter. Um, maybe there's some children of the forest hanging out. I don't know. What I would honestly, what I would honestly do is I would have, I would push for the idea of John possibly marrying Sansa or having, there's some, there's some, I almost feel like she has to be in it. I feel like you mm -hmm. could cut out the bottom half of the realm or maybe you have this young Griff character come in and he's going to marry Sansa. And then there's some sort of like battle or something going on at King's Landing. Maybe Bran's been killed. I don't know. But uh, there's there's definitely a lot of different routes you could go. But I feel like Sansa would have to be part of this story. Because um, I, I I think if you want to do like Young Griffin, like King's Landing and stuff, I just don't think we'd even get there until to like a season two. Yeah, I, I don't expect I don't expect the show to tie back to King's Landing or Westeros. I actually don't. But um, if they were going to, it would definitely be at least half a season of not seeing any of that stuff. Like it would be it kind of yeah. like you said with like Boba Fett and then it turns into something more. I think that that yeah. would probably be likely um, as a fan. I don't know how much I really enjoy. Like I like the idea of the possibilities, but I also think that there's a really good chance that it could also like, like it could be rough. It could be rough. I, yeah. I understand the, the feelings of wariness towards this, but like I'll watch it and judge it for what it is at, when it, whenever it happens, if it happens, we don't even know if, if right. it will. Um, but I think, well, I, yeah, I think it is. And I think we're a lot closer to getting some news on it. And I think it was very telling when Miguel said, you know, the showrunner and did all those, a lot of, a lot of the back half stuff of uh season, the big battles of game of Thrones. It stepped away, stepping away from house of the dragon. I think it was like, Hey, my goal was to come in and help get this thing started and then hand it off. And then Kit Harrington talks about him. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, Miguel's a very good friend. Like, And those sort of things happen simultaneously. So is it because he wants to do, he's going to go help mm -hmm. do this Jon Snow show? Yeah, could it could absolutely be that be the case. And maybe they've had it in the, uh, in the old think tank for a while. Yeah, so it's definitely interesting. Um, and I'm definitely, you know, super excited to learn more. And I think we will at this sort of Game of Thrones convention that's coming up uh, in December. It's two weeks, two weeks away, I think. Yeah, we could be two. We could be two weeks away from like some details from this thing. Yeah, it would be uh, it, it'll create a stir because one thing you can say, whether you want it or you don't want it, uh, is the fact that it was the number one trending topic on pretty much every online site for two days whenever the rumors you know were confirmed yeah. that it was true so if, if at the very least the impressions were high and they are not going to ignore that and to be frank these companies don't necessarily care if it's positive or negative <laughs> they, they will uh they'll ride with it and say hey it's garnering discussion and that's all we need so. yeah so interesting. Well, hey, thank you uh, so much for sending that, Raven. And if you guys want to, you can his shoot us an email at btkcast at gmail.com and we'll do our best to get it on the show, read it, and discuss it. We love when you guys send us those. Uh, so with that, guys, as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember that winter is coming.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.